0: No, 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 no. Come on, where is it? Dave, it's your
1: Idaho Central app here. Any chance you're missing a debit card? Let's get that taken care of for you. With ICCU's card control, you can turn any card off with the tap of your finger. You got it. And back on again. Ow, 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 ow. The closest Idaho Central Credit Union branch is in your pocket. Ooh, the gym
0: mold stomping grounds <laughs> Hank Patterson fly fishing guide Riley Smith tight end yeah, I appreciate that hey you wouldn't happen to be the kicker
1: no tight end again thank you I'm looking for a kicker for Lithia Ford's fall kickoff sale but you're not the kicker no yeah now nah, the kicker's probably taller and in a lot better shape so okay what uh, position do you play tight
0: end squats yeah try it sometime. Rowpaint.com, the official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics, is going all-in this season with an all-star lineup. First up, he led the Broncos to three conference championships and 10, 20-win seasons. It's Coach Leon Rice. Next, he's the founder and CEO of RowPaint.com. He played a little basketball in high school on the driveway with his mom. It's Andy Rowe.
1: Want to just paint my house? Now that I can do. When I want Boise State to win, I trust Coach Rice to lead the Broncos to victory. And when I want the best painting and garage floor coating, I trust RowPaint.com to get that job done right.
0: This is Bronco Nation News Live.
1: The best interviews, the most informed opinions, the latest breaking news, all from the top Boise State insiders.
0: Today's broadcast is coming from the Cutwater Spirits Canned Cocktails Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of pre-mixed premium cocktails
1: at your local gas station or grocery store. Cutwater Canned Cocktails is perfect for your next game day tailgate party. Now here's four-time NSMA Idaho Sports Writer of the Year, B.J. Reigns with another edition of Bronco Nation News
0: Live. Hey, how we doing, Boise State fans? A Good morning. Happy game day to you. We got 146 of you on here, and we're excited to talk uh, basketball. We're going to talk about the football news. I know some of you were out at the airport last night. Uh, Jay Tuss, sports director at KTVB, going to join us shortly as well. Uh, how we doing? Happy Friday. Happy game day. Get your thoughts, your comments, your questions in. Going to have some fun on a Friday edition of Bronco Nation News Live traveled to San Jose yesterday so I could be here and ready to go for the show today. Some of these games have been traveling the morning of the game and having to cancel the show and didn't want to do that. So we're here, we're in San Jose, and we're ready to go for tonight's conference opener. Boise State and San Jose State, Boise State basketball, 9-4 and on the season. And we'll have our Lithia Florida Boise pregame show about uh, 730 Uh, Mountain time ahead of the 830 tip off Abe Jackson who's on the call with Bob Beeler. He will join me live and we'll have plenty of uh, basketball discussion. We'll show you the warm-ups. We'll talk to Abe. We'll show you some exclusive content that you won't get uh, anywhere else as Boise State gets set to embark on conference play. Broncos uh, trying to Get things going a little bit, and obviously, uh, you know, got the win against Utah Valley to finish non-conference play, but uh, got some work to do, obviously, in the conference season here uh, moving forward, and the Broncos will look to start that and start that run towards a third straight NCAA tournament appearance tonight in San Jose. We will certainly talk plenty of basketball. We're also going to talk plenty of football as well. As I mentioned, Malachi Nelson, five-star quarterback commit Number One in the entire country in twenty twenty three he uh, is in Boise right now on a visit, and uh, we will talk about that with Jay Tust and um you know they got another commit as well. so football team is uh, rolling right now, and uh, I am uh, very uh, excited to talk about it all with Jay tust and in, in full transparency. I changed the time on Jay and then Jay changed his uh, appointment that he had, and now he's running a few minutes late. But it's originally my fault uh, for originally pushing this back to 10 o'clock when he had planned something for um, night when we, when we usually do the shows at nine. But uh, had some stuff going on being on the road. Uh, I did want to do it at nine Pacific time today, and I apologize. I pushed Jay back. So uh, that's going to work out perfect because the viewership continues to rise. 181 of you in here right now. This is the highest we've had in a while, and it kind of, I would. Like to think that it's because of the start of conference play tonight, but I know better than that. It's probably because Malachi Nelson, Boise State recruiting. I know that's a big deal uh, to all you guys as well. So let's get some of your comments in, your questions in. Kurt says, good time at the airport last night. Did look like a couple people um, were there. I don't know, 20 or so based on the video uh, I saw. Um, so stoked for the potential of a quarterback. And, yes, we're going to get into this with Jay Tust here momentarily. Um What this means, how good he is. Heck of a quarterback, but you know, anytime somebody leaves USC to come to Boise State, I mean, I'm not going to say red flags, but I don't think you could 100% say this is a slam dunk, no possible way anything could go wrong. He's the next. Peyton Manning or Brett Favre, whatever, I, just, I don't think you can say that. So I think it's going to have to do some homework and find out, you know, why it didn't work there. And I know there was he's obviously, you know, in a long list in the pecking line and he wants to play. And maybe NIL money isn't quite as important to him as it is to some. Um, we'll have to find out the reasonings if he does come to Boise State. But, um, you know, I find it very intriguing that Boise State could add a player of his caliber. I mean, just on this very show yesterday, Mike Prater and I were discussing – whether or not Boise State even needed a quarterback, and I said yes, I thought they did. Mike Prater said no; he was perfectly fine with with Maddox Madsen. Now we did not have any kind of foreshadowing that this was happening. I knew they were working on some stuff, had no idea it was it was this big of a an addition potentially. Um, we'll have to see if it happens and what it means uh, moving forward uh, for Boise State. And uh, again, I think that um, if you have the opportunity to add somebody of his caliber, you do it, and you talk about having Genty and the O-line back. I mean, it's a very intriguing situation as Pete Thamel had in the initial article on uh, ESPN. We're up to 205 of you right now. So we really, uh, really appreciate you guys for jumping in. We are on uh, the, the mercy of hotel Wi-Fi here, so uh, we'll do our best. Uh, we have hotel Wi-Fi and that's always fun. So uh, if there happens to uh, be a drop-off at some point, uh, I apologize and we'll be right back on after that. Nothing I can do about the hotel Wi-Fi some summer. Much better than others. Uh, while we wait for Jay, we'll take some of these comments. Speaking of kickers, anyone know anything about Dalmas? Um, we have not heard a official announcement from Dalmas, but I would, uh, I, I'm would i sticking to my stance that I would be surprised if he came back. Um, just don't know what he has left to prove. He uh, was one of the best college kickers, and I think he wants to go take his shot at the next level. So I don't have any concrete information on that, but I would be surprised at this point if Jonah Dalmas came back. Um, now this person says they're friends with his cousin. He's leaning towards staying one last year. I, I, you know, that's not what I had heard as of a week or two ago. So maybe something changed, uh, in his family, but I, I still would, based on what I've heard say, he's probably not coming back. I just don't know what else he has to gain, uh, by coming back for another year. Um, let's see, heck of a kicker, even better man. Yes, he is. Um, let's see what else we got here. Colorado State on Tuesday, can't wait. Uh, Jordan's asking about the analytics bump you'd like to see tonight. I mean, at this point, you just got to win. As you guys know, I mean, the, Boise State has avoided the the quote-unquote, um, you know, bad loss to this point, and that's what they have to do tonight. You just have to win this game. But if you are looking at the Ken Palm numbers, I think they have Boise State as a six-point favorite tonight uh, at Ken Palm. So you got to win the, if you want to improve your numbers. Got to win by at least six. I mean, obviously, uh, uh, I guess it's five now. Seventy-three to sixty-eight is the projected score. Seventy-three to sixty-eight, so five-point game. They expect this to be a two-possession game late. And um, if you want to improve the numbers, you got to win by more than five. If you really want to improve the numbers, go win by fifteen. I mean, go go make a statement tonight and win this game big on the road and get another win. And that would be, uh, let's see, it'd be eight wins in your last nine games, and you'd be feeling, you know, pretty good going into the Colorado State game on Tuesday, which is certainly going to be. A massive, massive game that we'll talk about after the game tonight, and then in the next couple, uh, next couple of days after that. Uh, Robbie says the viewership is high today uh, because of my awesomeness. I appreciate you, Robbie. I, uh, I, we let's go with that. Why not? My awesomeness is why there's 231 of you watching right now. We, we really do appreciate it. Uh, Jay just texted me that he's logging on, so we'll dive into the. Football talk here with Jay and, and get rolling here in just a minute. But, uh, we do appreciate all you guys for jumping on. Uh, Danielson is the man. Let's see what else we got here. If he's that great, he would have stayed at USC. Um, I'm not necessarily saying that exactly, but if you think you're, you know, anytime you get a guy that transfers in, there's just always, and red flags isn't the right word, but there's always potential, uh, storylines or reasons or deeper things and just say, oh, this is going to be a slam dunk. He's the number one ranked high school player in the country last year, you know, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. I think it'd be a huge addition for them, but I think you, they still like Maddox Madsen as well. And there'd be a competition there. I don't think they would just hand Malachi Nelson the job. um, The second quarterback to come. Uh, Perry mentions the Cal transfer as well. Yes, let's do this. Jay's logging in. Might as well not waste Jay's time. Let's just take our first commercial break, 90 seconds. Jay will hopefully be back with us then. So appreciate all 236 of you for watching this. Don't go anywhere. Keep getting your comments in on Malachi Nelson. What do you think this does for the offense, for the team? We'll take our first 90-second break, and then Jay Tuss will join us right after the break, and we'll be ready to rock and roll here on Bronco Nation News Live. All Bronco Nation news broadcasts come from the Cutwater Spirits Canned Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of pre premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Cutwater Spirits, perfect for your next game day tailgate party. Our title sponsor is rowpaint.com. For all your commercial, industrial, residential painting needs, check out rowpaint.com. Don't forget about their concrete coatings. Transform that ugly concrete slab on your back patio in your garage in just one day. Contact rowpaint.com for a free estimate today. The official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics and our title sponsor at Bronco Nation News is Ropaint.com. Idaho Central Credit Union has been helping members achieve financial success for more than 80 years. There's an ICCU branch on almost every corner, but the closest is in your pocket with free e-branch, mobile, and online banking. See why more than 500,000 members love ICCU and join one in four Idahoans by making the switch today at ICCU. Dot com since 1984 ridley's family markets has prided itself on being a hometown food and drug store that employed value members of the local community ridley's family markets has 13 locations in the state of idaho and many more in the surrounding states download the new ridley's app to your smartphone get savings up to 40 percent off at the checkout line and find a location near you at shopridleys.com Former Bronco Matt Bauscher is once again the number one ranked realtor in the Treasure Valley. No home is too big or too small for Matt and his team. Let them fulfill all your real estate needs at BousherRealEstate.com. All right, we are back, and we have Jake plus with, with us, Sports Director at ktvbj i was telling him earlier it, it was my fault that you're late because i moved the time on you to begin with so i apologize for uh screwing up your morning and what you had going on but we appreciate you still making time to join us today and by the evidence of the 230 plus people that uh, are watching right now i think they want to talk uh talk a lot of things but i think malachi nelson is the headliner in the big news we saw some of the videos and things he arrived in town last night uh you were on top of this story from the beginning yesterday uh what do you make of this, uh, this news and Malachi Nelson being in town right now?
1: I think it's massive for the Boise State football program, right, BJ? I mean, this is the highest-rated recruit in program history that the Broncos are chasing. And, um, you know, it's funny. I, I think we go back, and I'm sure that you kind of recapped this, and we talked about it a little bit on Twitter yesterday. But I know there were some anxious people uh, that, that wanted to see and hear about Boise State pursuing a transfer portal quarterback the moment Taylon Green left. And going back to December 4th, kind of preach patience with this thing. It seemed like Boise State wanted to see what was going to be available to them. As bowl games wrapped up, as we got through signing day, the portal became more bloated. But in this case, that also meant that Boise State had more options. And so they kind of decided to, to wait this thing out and, and see the best fit for them. And now they are, are chasing one of the top players overall left in the transfer portal PJ you know, yeah, so. thousand I don't, plus guys
0: yeah I don't think we're saying like uh you know told you so whatever but I do think that no. the pay, pay, patience is uh, something here when you know the first game is not till August 31st or whatever it is there's gonna be another wave of players coming in the portal in the spring and I know you'd like to get your quarterback in now so he can be a part of spring ball and get to know this team and that's obviously the goal but um, I think a lot of people were and, you know, you're passionate. You're fans. I mean, fan is short for fanatic. I get it. But there were a small portion that were, you know, really like legitimately concerned that there hadn't been uh, a lot of news in the portal and a lot of news going on in terms of adding guys. They added a cornerback that you can tell us about as well, Jay, from Cal. Um, I mean, they, 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 they've they been quietly working behind the scenes. I had said yesterday talking to Prater, like, they don't have a lot of spots right now. Like, you look at the – and maybe the spring is different. You can figure it out because not all the high school kids will be here yet. Um, but, I mean, if you just look at – the simple math like Boise State's going to be over the scholarship limit right now there's going to have to be some more guys at some point leaving if I added it up correctly and so I I I said with you know Brader yesterday don't expect 10 new guys in this big wave to come in in terms of additions they're going to pick and choose the right guys and then sure enough we get you know potentially two right after I said that so um we'll we'll see there but just you, you know yeah I think that Spencer Danielson obviously they 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 know the positions of need on the team, the same team, the, f- the same positions, the fans say, we got to get better at. I think that, and the media says they got to upgrade at IE quarterback corner, some of these spots, like they, they're they getting paid seven figures for a reason. Like he knows that they know that. So um, I think we'd all like more information at times and it was quiet there for a couple of weeks, but I think it could potentially be worth the wait given, given the news yesterday.
1: Yeah. I'd even throw a wide receiver into that mix there, BJ. I, I think you look at trying to bring in a little bit of experience there. Uh, some depth and talent at cornerback to try to push that competition, and then quarterback. Those are kind of the, the three areas. I mean, um, as you said, there's not like a lot of space. Those are definitely three areas where I think Boise State would benefit from maybe adding some some experience. And you can say and the same on, on the offensive and defensive lines if you want to, but th- those are kind of the areas where I think you're going to see Boise State address Uh, their, their needs before too much longer.
0: Yeah. I mean, they have four starters returning, so you could pick and you could piece it together with that fifth spot with some guys that played a little last year, whatever, but if they were able to go find, and I know beggars can't be choosers, but another Cade Beresford type, that is a power conference type guy that could come in and start right away. That line would all of a sudden be just as good probably next year as it was last year. I know in Pete Damel's article, he said that was one of the, you know, enticing things about Boise state. I thought, uh, I thought our man, uh, you know, Patrick Walsh was writing the article there for for Pete Thamel with all the positive things he was saying about Boise State, uh, uh, with the starters coming back and the the running back situation. And I mean, it, it is a favorable situation. It's a nice situation that a quarterback uh, would would want to uh, would want to come back to. Um, and so, um, you know, I, uh, I I wonder. You mentioned the wide receiver. Uh, and by the way, Derek says uh, any updates on Eric McAllister? Uh, he removed TCU commitment post from Twitter and has repinned his Boise state commitment is uh, now retweeting Boise state things again. Um, I, have you heard anything about him possibly coming back, Jay? I haven't heard that. I, I, I feel like
1: they kind of turned the page there for, uh, the last time, but, um, I guess I'm, I'm not, I, I can't confirm that, but yeah. those are just kind of the, that, that's just kind of what I've heard.
0: Um, I mean, he's the perfect kind of guy you're looking for to bring back into the team. I, I don't know if the both if those bridges are burned or uh or not there. It'd be well, still I, I hard for them to do. But I mean, after the season, I think you could probably fend, you know, mend things a little better now with the rest of the locker room than you could literally with three games left.
1: Yeah, I, I mean you're you're right. But as you said a little earlier, BJ, like there's only so many spots and um I feel like Boise State has probably identified where they want to go in that, that direction. And so it, it I, I don't know. It might be too late to change it. I'm I'm not I'm not sure, man. Like I, I just I, I can't confirm that that he's you know significantly back in and and, and ready to Or one way or the other, I I just I can't confirm
0: that. What do you? There is some talk too that if you get Malachi Nelson suddenly, all you have a chance to bring in all these other guys. You mentioned the wide receiver position. I don't know if USC has got any transfer receivers or what else is going on. His friends from Los Alamitos High School or what? But what's your take on uh, getting that wide receiver being a little easier potentially with a guy like Nelson?
1: Uh, I I would say yeah. Um, I, I also think though that they've probably kind of already had to solidify those plans and like. You know, if they, if they get a guy like Nelson, it just kind of pushes it over the top. Um, I mean, because I, I think we got to, we have to say this too. I We've heard a lot of good things about the, the potential of Malachi Nelson actually winding up at Boise State. Like people joke in the past about Brad Kaya to Boise State and things like that. Like that was more like his mom wanting him to come here, if I remember that correctly. So there I, I do think that this is different than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I... I if, if they can land him, I think it just kind of helps push things along, but they haven't landed him yet. Like they, they still have, they still have some work to do um, and make sure that they get everything, everything lined up. But uh, I I also want to say like the, the skeptical fans out there that are like, ha ha. They, Oh, that's really nice of them to come. I mean, I, there's like significant interest here people like this. Isn't just like throwing Boise state a bone, like, or, or the other way either. Like there's,
0: Nothing There's against Boise, league. but if you're nothing against Boise, but if you're looking for a free recruiting trip and don't plan on seriously considering them, I'm not sure Boise, Idaho is your first your first visit.
1: I I agree. Like he, they are legit contenders to land Malachi Nelson. There's also going to be other schools that are are still going to try to throw their names in the in the ring. And uh-huh. you know, you look at you look at what's going on at Miami right now. Uh, my guy Cam Ward at Washington State might have actually kind of hurt this situation because. Um, had he gone to Miami, you know, Miami would be set there. Now they're kind of looking at, hey, check this out for a second, PJ. I know we want to get to this comment, but you want to talk about like the, this small little recruiting triangle at the quarterback position? Yeah. So Taylor Green leaves Boise State to go to Arkansas. KJ Jefferson, the former Arkansas quarterback, is now being targeted by Miami. And you have this young transfer from USC and Malachi Nelson that's being recruited by Boise State that's also apparently in the mix at Miami. So there's, there's just – yeah that all is a, a very small world type of recruiting moment.
0: I guess Sam Windsor says on three has a hundred percent for uh, Nelson to Boise State. I guess we'll we'll wait and see on that. Um, one point one million was the mention here on the uh, the money. Uh, he's not getting that. I can tell you that. If no. if, if Ashton Gentry is getting three hundred thousand, uh, I would suspect that uh, you're talking about Miami and they've got that big booster down there that's you know gave the the Cavender twins and all the the guy from Kansas State, the basketball player, and all the players down there. All this Nigel Pack and, and all these yeah. players a lot of money. Um, if he wanted, if this was a money thing for Malachi Nelson, he would not be going to Boise State. I, I don't think he he'll get something. I would assume, but this has I think it's what we've all seen in the reports and talked about, and the fact that he wants a chance to actually play, a chance to uh, you know maybe he's not the the big USC Miami kind of you know limelight kind of guy. Maybe he'd rather come quieter place like Boise. And and then I do think now Jay like with you know obviously Spencer Danielson is a. Uh, I think a, a big plus for a lot of these players, but I think the new playoff and I, I know it's the first year we'll see how it works, but being able to go into a recruits home or go into a kid's home and say, yeah, you, you you have just as good a chance of getting in the playoff at Boise state as you do at USC, like, um, or even better in some of these conferences where you, if you're the seventh or eighth best big 12 team, you know, you gotta, you gotta win, get weight, you know, UCF is going to be way further from the playoff than, than a Boise state is uh, with, you know, things like now with the conferences, the way they are. So I think that's going to be a, a legit thing for a kid to, to be in a, in part of the reason they kept Genty. I mean, the fact that you can sell that Boise state now is a, a premier place to the playoff and a premier chance to play in huge games. And I, I think that's very appealing.
1: I agree with you, BJ. I mean, I, that, that makes sense to me, man. That, that does. Um, you, you're going to have great access right now. And apparently there's a big vote coming up this week about what they want to do with the future of like, uh, you know, the the power fives and the, the at large bids and with the PAC 12 going in a certain direction, apparently they want to take that away. So you have five power five spots, seven at large spots, and you know, instead of six and six. Um, but that's got to be a unanimous vote. And I don't see why what is left out of the PAC 12. So the PAC two, I don't know why they would, vote in favor of that. I. You talking mean, about even for the last you know, two years
0: I, of his current deal?
1: Yeah, because they still have great access to the college football playoff right now, even though there's only two teams in their conference. So I, I don't know yeah. why they would do that. I, I wonder I, – I will say – I and this is com- complete speculation that I don't know why – I still don't know why they would do this because I don't think it would be worth it to them. But um, if there was some type of handshake agreement with the Mountain West in order to – give them life support, would they vote in favor? Because the Mountain West would certainly like another at-large spot, right, BJ? Like that, that would, I mean, I'm not saying it, I'm not predicting it's going to help the league, but it it might help the league because that just adds another potential spot where you could get a group of five team in
0: there. I mean, if you don't have to, and I think that the five or seven is one thing, Jay, but whether or not the Pac-12 gets counted as one of the, it gets counted as a, conference for these two years i think also i know technically they are a conference but in terms of the college football playoff i think they can view that differently than maybe the ncaa does in terms of running a conference for the next two years uh so you may have two different arguments the seven versus five the, the five seven versus uh you know six six uh i think that could be independent also of the of the of the how the committee can decide with what happens with uh the pack two and if you're mike you know, i guess the retiring but i mean if you're the AAC commissioner or you're the Mountain West commissioner. Yeah. Why would you, you have a chance to have two extra spots. Like, why would you, why would you give that up? There's no, I mean, there'd be no, no reasons. And if you're the sec and you once again, see Liberty get smashed by Oregon, you're like, why are, why why are we giving up a spot that could have gone to, you know, LSU or whoever. And and instead we're giving it to to Liberty. Like I get it. Um, But as long, you know, as long as you have one more spot than power conferences I think you're gonna be okay if you're the mountain west and that's I, I think that's the plan moving forward and you'll have litigation and litigation and things if you don't give them a chance but um, I mean I think we all know where this is going Jay in 10 15 20 years down the road where it's a separate a separate playoff for a group of five teams or whatever if it's not you know if it's not already you know broken up by that point so take it while you can see what happens but um, you know what what do you think um, what kind of message does this send I mean I think when the fans were stunned on social media when, you know, Pete Daniel put it out, you were a minute or two right there with them and it started leaking out. I mean, just the the shock that people had first from not hearing anything about the quarterback position and then hearing that it's, Oh, literally the top quarterback in the portal. Um, What kind of message do you think this sends to Bronco nation, to the mountain West, to college football and, and um, you know, Bush Hamden apparently has known him since seventh grade when he was at Washington. Like the fact that they've been working this you know, for my understanding, a couple of weeks behind the scenes and, Um, they've got a couple other quarterbacks. I heard keep, they're keeping, you know, warm in case this doesn't work. So they're doing some other work as well. This is not all eggs in the basket on him. Um, but just, uh, what does this say? What, what should we take away from Spencer Danielson's, uh, recruiting style or or where the fish he's going to aim for, uh, and that kind of thing with this news.
1: Um, well, first off, I want to validate your point that I, I don't think this is the only guy that Boise state is targeting, but it's the top guy that they're targeting. Right. So, um, if he does, if this doesn't happen, Bronco nation, don't immediately hit the panic button and don't think that Boise state hasn't been doing their homework in other areas. Cause they certainly have been. Um, so just to, just to validate that point. Um, but I, I yeah, I, 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 I guess one thing that it says to me, BJ is that Boise state also kind of keeps a clean house. Like I, they just don't wildly throw out rumors. Um, to, to hope that it helps gain retraction for a recruit, maybe like, I, I, I don't know, like you just, it's just so funny because, you know, as this stuff kind of started to unfold, I'm Googling, you know, Malachi Nelson, all of a sudden, like, you know, stuff with Miami pops up all over the place. Right. Mm-hmm. And and there's really not a lot in the other direction. So I just think that it, it probably means that they're they're handling their business in an, an appropriate way. And um, yeah, but it, it, it shows that man, they, they, they want to identify the right guy. And you, you kind of mentioned this a little bit earlier, BJ about, um, you know, Malachi Nelson, and and straight up. I don't, I, I don't know the kid super well. Um, but you know, I, I think from my understanding is that what did you say? He doesn't necessarily need like maybe the limelight of a USC or a Miami or something like that. Like maybe that's not him, but you know, he he got to spend a year there and maybe that's something he learned. Right. So, Maybe this is a place that, that does fit him and what he wants to achieve. And then on the flip side of that, Boise State would would love to get a kid like that. So yeah. um, sometimes it's just being a little patient and kind of really identifying the right character and the right talent, not just the right talent for your program.
0: Yeah, and like I said, I, I also would question fans a little bit, Jay, like to just assume that this is a – slam dunk. He's going to win the Heisman, you know, Boise state type of thing. Like he's, yeah, he's, trans- <laughs> he's transferring for a reason. Um Not to say he's not a very talented player, but I mean, you know, I, like I said, red flag, isn't the right word. Baggage, isn't the right word, but like um, every player, ha- you know, it's just, just I think there's going to be a lot of people assuming that this is a slam dunk. He's first team all mountain West quarterback next year. And he's a fret. He's going to be a redshirt freshman that played four snaps last season. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. He's very talented. Yes. He has high, uh high, you know, Rankings and things like that, but but uh, I I don't think it would be quite. I mean, I you know I don't think it's going to be quite as much of a slam dunk that he's just going to like light up light up 400 passing every game as people think um, is what I would just say to that.
1: Uh, what do you make quickly, hey. Jeremy? Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was I was just going to say let's not fall back into the Kellen Moore you got to go 50 and three. I mean those are just unreal expectations. I was talking with somebody in the newsroom the, the last couple or, uh, yesterday, BJ, about all this, and I said like I think my one of my favorite things here. Over the last um, four years, you know, when Brett Rippon was the quarterback here at Boise State, he dealt with he's from eastern Washington. The, he wasn't far off of Kellen Moore he, uh, in terms of like the time they were quarterbacks at Boise State. Uh, Brett broke some of Kellen Moore's, you know, high school records. And so he just always had this unfair comparison of, of needing to achieve Kellen Moore success. And now after these last few years, you look back at the rip era and you're like, yeah, he, was, he was pretty good. And Boise yeah. State would Boise State would take him any day of the week, you know, or a kid like him moving forward. So I think, you know, we've we've had some perspective over these last few years. And so I think it's a important whoever's the next quarterback at Boise State, yeah, let let's let's worry about, I don't know, like a eleven and two season before we even ever, you know, try to chase fifty and three, because eleven and two is gonna put you in the mix to be part of the college football playoff as the group of five teams.
0: Only took uh, three days in the new year to get uh, the negative negative responses coming in here. BJ doesn't know ball. Dude was the number one recruit in the 2023 class clown. Uh, Yes, he's a very talented player. He would be an upgrade over what they have now. I'm just saying to maybe not the the, the expectations are going to be super high. And also, like, let's just remember that he's a freshman that, again, uh, played four snaps last year. Like, I'm just saying, let's let's, you know. Don't get too hyped up or expect this guy to come in and throw 50 touchdowns and no interceptions next year.
1: Yeah, that's very reasonable. Very reasonable.
0: Before, I do want to talk basketball, Jay, but Jeremiah Irby, tell us about the Cal corner, uh, obviously an area that they were looking to, uh, to want to uh, shore up as well. And uh, you had to go to his Instagram page to find it. But uh, Jeremiah Irby commits, and uh, a nice, uh, nice veteran piece to add to that cornerback room.
1: Yeah, from my understanding, you know, he's a guy that has some experience, man. He, he played in 24 games over the last two seasons as a freshman and sophomore, 62 total tackles, a couple of interceptions, um, reached out to find out a little bit more about him, um, not obviously through Boise State because we can't do that at the moment. But um, my, my understanding is, you know, he had a really good freshman year, uh, didn't have necessarily the best sophomore year. Was it a system thing? He's not fit there, not sure. Uh, his freshman year definitely showed a lot of promise, though. And so is it kind of a change of scenery that could help him potentially? And we'll see if that's the case. But I, I can't not look at his numbers and think that, you know, on the flip side, if we talk about the quarterback that doesn't have a lot of experience, uh, you know, you look at you look at Irby and he, he certainly has a lot of experience. So um, that'll be a nice piece to, to the at the very least, you figure he's going to be great competition to push that cornerback spot, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, there's one QB off the board by the way, Jay. Ty Thompson committing to Tulane, according to Jacob here.
1: Yeah, I know a lot of people I, I I don't know if I've seen that, but God I've had a lot of people tweet me about Ty Thompson and um I just don't know if I've I've really heard too much of a connection there um between between him and Boise State, at any, there was some article point said really. Boise
0: State's in the mix or a factor yeah. or something. I think everybody just assumed because he was at Oregon, it made sense. But yeah. I haven't heard a lot of concrete stuff on that either.
1: It, it's kind of funny because you see an article like that and it's published for, by somebody that's not close to the pro. I mean, like in proximity of America, you know, it's, it's not really close proximity. And I'm like, hey, they, you know, they might know something. But I'm like, man, I, I hadn't heard anything like that. So, yeah.
0: We got people arguing on here, we got people hitting on each other on here, we got all kinds of stuff whoa, happening. Whoa, the, uh, whoa. All kinds of stuff happening in the uh the YouTube chat. It's a it's a, you know, BNN uh late morning Friday, I guess, uh, here at uh Bronco Nation News, but uh yeah, let, let's keep it civil in there folks and let's let's have some fun. We we enjoy chatting with each other. Uh we'll probably lose half our viewership here, but I do want to talk a little basketball, Jay. Uh big basketball game uh tomorrow night. I need to take one more quick or tonight, not tomorrow night. Uh, it is tonight. I'm in San Jose. I better know the game is tonight. Uh, we do need to, want to take one more quick 90-second timeout. We'll wrap the show up talking some basketball. Conference play opening tonight for the Broncos. Don't go anywhere. Back here in 90 seconds on Bronco Nation News. Bronco Nation News is sponsored by Tommy Alquist and Ball Ventures Alquist, Idaho's premier commercial real estate development company. BVA projects specialize in office, retail, flex, medical, and industrial spaces located at some of the most strategic and visible locations in the Valley. Need a developer? Looking for new space? think BVA. At BVA, we are Idaho's developer. The Nicolayson family and SON management have proudly been operating Taco Bell restaurants in and around the Treasure Valley since 1969. One of the first to make a seven-figure donation to the Lyle Smith Society, they've also stepped up their support of Boise State Athletics with the Taco Bell Men's and Women's Basketball Endowed Scholarships. The Nicolason family and SON management have committed at least $310,000 by 2026. Get more information on their financial support of Boise State Athletics and find information on applying to work at Taco Bell at tacobellworks.com. Lithia Ford of Boise is a proud supporter of Boise State Athletics and the official car and truck of the Broncos. Lithia Ford of Boise supports Broncos student-athletes through NIL deals, including providing Ford vehicles to Talon Green and Riley Smith from the football team and Paige Barsh from the volleyball team. Rain's family purchased RF-150 from Lithia Ford couldn't be happier with the purchase. Check out the all-electric F-150 Lightning or the electric Mustang Mach-E at Lithia Ford and make sure to check out their full inventory of vehicles at LithiaFordBoise.com. The Blue and Orange Store is the perfect spot to get all your gear for your next Bronco game. The Blue and Orange Store has official Nike apparel, including jerseys, shirts, sweatshirts, jackets, hats, and more. Wear what the Broncos wear and get it at the Blue and Orange Store, the second floor of the Boise Town Square Mall, or get free shipping on a $40 order online at the TheBlueAndOrangeStore.com. Jay, I was so happy. I got the uh, intro video updated. I said my New Year's resolution was going to be to update the intro video, get the current coach holding up the trophy, not the old coach. I got that done, but I just realized that I, I still have the the ad there that just played uh, the former quarterback uh, talking about getting a truck there. So I'm close. Forgot about that one. I will update it. And uh, yes, Nate Staley, uh, he did have to give back his truck uh, when he left as part of the deal. And uh, But I guess technically that was... The ad is still valid. They gave a truck to Taylor Green, but uh, uh, we will get that updated here uh, in the near future. Um, but uh, yeah, conference play starting tonight. Jay for the basketball team, nine and four on the season. We talked about it on Tuesday, some, but uh, this game tonight against San Jose State, one of those must win games. You got the games against the bottom teams in the conference. You got to win them all. I think somebody said eight and zero, and then five and five against the, the top five teams. That's pretty much what it is. Tonight's one of those games. I know you want to look pretty. I know you want it to look good. You'd love to win by 20 and help the computer metrics, but in the end, just win, baby.
1: Yeah. Oh, you're you're exactly right. And um, this is always kind of a little sneaky opponent, a sneaky location for Boise State. I was looking it up this morning, BJ, and Boise State hasn't covered against San Jose State since uh, December 2020, right? So it's always just kind of a sneaky little game for them. They haven't. Um, this game has gone under in every single matchup between these two. Uh, excuse me, over in, in every matchup between these two since uh, February 2020. So you go back even even further there on on the calendar. And so this is yeah, it's San Jose State. Oh, I, you know, I'm I'm not. Per- By the way, I I actually feel a little different about tonight's matchup. The point spread's five and a half. I'm not giving betting advice because I'm terrible at it. But I actually do feel like Boise State coming out of this little mini buy following the new year. They're going to be healthy. They're going to be rested. They're going to be focused. Uh, San Jose State had a little bit of heartbreak in, in Laramie and their, their conference opener. I, I feel really good about where the Broncos are right now for the most part. And um, I, I, I do expect to see a very good performance out of them. But history kind of shows you that this is always a little bit of a, of a sneaky kind of matchup that Boise State is going to have to, to, to earn in order to come out with a W.
0: Yeah, and you do look at it, though, as we talked about, though, I feel I agree with you. I think they play well, and I'd be, like, stunned if they lost this game. But, you you know, and you look at the reasons why, I I do think that uh, first conference game helps as opposed to sandwiched into some, you know, road trip in the middle of the season. I mean, I know you have a big game Tuesday against Colorado State. I I get that. If you want to say this is a trap game, looking past them, whatever. Mm -hmm. But they just lost here last year. I know there's some new players, but Max Rice, Tyson Degenhardt, um, they remember that feeling, and I, I I think they've been off for a week. They've been practicing, they've been chomping at the bit i I, I would be surprised if they didn't come out and play well
1: i I'm, I'm right there with you. I love the response by the way, of what I heard, um you know of how how practice has gone. and you know Max Rice kind of said it on the post game uh, you know show following the um uh, Utah Valley game. and he, you know when he Max pays attention to everything. I think we've talked about this actually on Tuesday, BJ, but I, I, it's definitely worth bringing up again, in my opinion. Max said, like, when he initially saw the schedule, he's like, oh, yeah, it's New Year's. Maybe Leon will give us the weekend off. Um, and now that the time has arrived, Max was like, no, forget that. I want I, I just want to get back in the gym and improve. Like, this is his final, you know, time that he gets to go through conference games. And, ev- and apparently everybody on the team had, like, the same reaction. They practiced on New Year's Eve. They practiced on New Year's Day. Um, yes, they 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 did like you know obviously I don't know if load management's the right word there, but sure. um, you know they it's not like they were going you know full out or whatever. But still like they they just wanted to get back in the gym, be together, get better together, and that's why I think like yeah, Colorado State looms on Tuesday, but I still like there there has just been a very singular focus on the San Jose State Mountain West opener. I. I could be wrong, but I feel very, very good about it.
0: A couple of comments on here about Tim Miles being a heck of a coach. This game always scares he me. Uh, somebody reminded that uh, – here's another Tim Miles, a good coach. Last year, even when they played in Boise, it took Marcus Shaver hitting a three-pointer at the end of the game to win that game. So they struggled yep. both times against them last year.
1: Yep, exactly. And this is always a bit of a sneaky matchup, man. But I, I will – you know, one thing, too, when I talk about those point spreads um, – I would say there's a little, you know, kind of a stretch there where San Jose State was probably a little undervalued, and so, I mean, some of those point spreads over that time are like Boise State by 20, and mm-hmm. that that that's that's a lot to cover for anyone. Um, now that it's down to five and a half for this matchup, I I feel better about it. But um, this is it, it, this is this is no longer the gimme road trip, BJ. Like this is yeah. no longer the no, just get off the plane, go pick up a W, and and get back on the plane and and, and go on to what's next. Like this game requires again what I call your your singular focus, and I just I, I know the Broncos they're yeah. they're on that they're on that page right now, man.
0: Uh, by the way, Linda Alexander, appreciate you guys. We don't need to be uh, going back and forth to this AP guy. If he wants to listen, he can listen. If not, see you, dude. But uh, you know. He called me a clown. He didn't uh, – it was not that big of a deal. So, we, I appreciate you, but we don't need to go back and forth with all these folks on here. Let's just uh, keep it civil and positive and talk Boise State Athletics here. Uh, somebody else mentioning Ty Thompson committing to Tulane. Um, let's see what else we got here. Somebody asked about the same center. They do not have the center last year. He transferred to uh, UCF, and then they also lost, uh, obviously, Amari Moore, uh, their best player. Um, but uh, they've, they've got that Cardenas, the um, – you know, the – point guard who's a heck of a guy we had mike burns on the show with johnny and i on wednesday and he talked a lot about cardenius and what he's doing uh for them and it's just a venue too jay i don't know if you've been lucky enough to be in there or not but uh it is just i mean it's it's literally the college of idaho's gym but but slightly bigger there's some seats on the end um but but it's not much different and it's just a weird very Ooh. weird odd venue dude i guarantee
1: it's different than the Yote fam
0: more fans probably at a yotes game
1: i those the yokey the College of Idaho is the the best home court advantage in, in the NAI. It's not even close. Like they're yeah, maybe, that's, of, maybe
0: that was a bad uh, a bad comparison then. But it's a, I, I, in, in terms of size, you're talking about. I get yeah, it. So I get, it's it. I, a, I get uh, it. It's about a two thousand I mean, it, it, they don't get many fans in there, and it's just a very weird vibe. You'll, uh, you know, last time when I I showed up, I was the only media member that showed up, and they literally just put a folding card table at midcourt, and I just sat there right at mid court at a card table, like. Felt like I was at some high school tournament or something, but uh, so we'll see where they where they have it uh, tonight. Uh, someone's saying KJ Jefferson committed to UCF. That's not true, is it?
1: I I have not I seen, that. seen that.
0: That'd be interesting if that just happened too, but I didn't I didn't see that. that uh, but uh, I,
1: that would be interesting. I'd say if you're members of Bronco Nation, you're rooting for KJ to wind up at Miami.
0: <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, San Jose State's about to use this venue talk for their pregame hype video. That's what we do here. That's what we do here. But uh, Jay, I guess uh, final thing, though, have you seen anything from uh, the, the game so far? We saw San Diego State take it to Fresno, but we had the, the New Mexico, Colorado State game. Like, um, I, you know, once these teams start to play each other, we'll start to have a better idea. Um, I, you know, I had some Nevada. We've, we've hit the point where the other fan bases are getting pissed at me. So we know we're in, we're in conference play now. Um, but what I was trying to say was, Jay, I don't know. I don't know if Nevada is better than Boise State. I don't know if New Mexico is better. I don't know if Utah State is better because they played much easier schedules than Boise State, and they want to look at the TCU win and, like, one or two wins and cherry pick. They have a better win than them. Like, I get it. That's fine. Um, but the overall strength when you're in Nevada playing, like, nine teams in the two and three hundreds or whatever it was, um, I just – I don't know. So – and we may not even know next Friday. I mean, I, right now, if I'm guessing like Boise state probably loses in Reno, I don't know, like, but that doesn't necessarily tell me that they're better. Like we'll see in a month when they come back to Boise. Like, um, so that was my whole point. Like I wasn't trying to say Nevada's not good. I just, I don't know if they're better than Boise state, because I think looking at the two schedules, if you would flip the, if you'd flip the teams and Boise state played their schedule and they played theirs, I think both teams records would be pretty much the the same. So, um, I mean, I, 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 I mean, the same as in Boise State would probably be 12 and 1 or whatever if they played who Nevada has played and they would be flipped. So I, I just I think it's too early, but have you seen anything from these teams? That's the pecking order is starting to be defined for you.
1: Um I want to add really quick, I just to searched it on Twitter. Uh, on three is reporting that KJ's going to UCF. So that's
0: There's ESPN link right here from Nicholas Bowman.
1: Yeah, they're yeah, they very credible. So I, I I would put you're saying that hurts
0: I, uh that, that now opens Miami and the need for uh, for Malachi Nelson.
1: It just means that now they're probably going to try to go all in even more, I would assume. Um, and at that point in time, it's, I mean, what, what's going to lure you there is NIL opportunities because they uh, they, they approach it very differently than Boise State. They're, uh, Miami is one of those schools that is willing to shell it out before you do much for them. And Boise State is more of the mindset like, come here, look at Ashton Genty. Didn't get a lot of NIL on the front end now that he's produced um he's shown that he's loyal great character good student all of these things he is being he's reaping the rewards of it and I think that that is the approach that Boise State wants to take you know really moving forward within the NIL world but let's get back to basketball sorry BJ um you know I I think the thing that stands out to me so far point guard play is really really good in this conference uh so you know that that could be um an area of uh, that's going to push Boise state, uh, Roddy Anderson. Again, I, I, he is an immense talent. He, he just wait for another year from now to watch this kid. Um, but can he grow enough to, to hang with these guys? Cause there, there's going to be some stiff competition there early on outside of that, man, you look at what, what Boise state brings back in terms of their shooting, their experience, their athleticism. And I, I really like the way they're going to stack up in the league this year, man, Like um i i like their chances against colorado state on tuesday i think omar stanley is going to be a really tough matchup for the rams but then you uh, you know you'll also watch new mexico play colorado state colorado state boat rate i mean like that that game was a little closer at the end scoreboard i think it was eight points man colorado state dominated that game especially in the second half that being said the way that you look at new mexico's guards that, that, that's a matchup that I think will be a little bit more of a difficult one for the Broncos this year than than maybe even a Colorado state. Yeah. Um, So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I I think that Boise state's in a, in a great spot to contend though, man, I do. I think you look at Buzo, Max Rice, Tyson Dagenhart, Omar Stanley, and, uh, a couple of pieces off the bench, Uh, not to forget Roddy Anderson either, but I just think you look at those four guys, yeah. And they're they're as good as any four in the Mountain West.
0: Yeah. Can you uh tell me about Omar Stanley and his, his uh recruitment and how he ended up at Boise State and just your thoughts on Omar?
1: You know, I, I was gonna go over that, but I'm pretty sure we covered that six to eight months ago. Um, but what I, I, I do have a fun story though that I wanted to share with you that I that I actually um think is kind of relevant to what's going on like now. Okay. Um, and that's uh, you know. Omar was picking up a lot of foul trouble, you know, not not too long ago, right? And so um, the coaches wanted to fix this. And uh, how did they fix it? They got after him in practice, man. Anytime Omar was on offense, anytime he would get fouled, the coaches want to call it right. He'd go back on defense. Anytime he get handsy at all while 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 playing defense, whistle him for a foul. Anytime he turned the ball over. He had to do these, uh, you know, I, I think they basically ball up a towel and you have to push it the length of the court, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so anytime any of that happened, right, and they were really, really tough on him in practice. And so th- th- a couple of things about this stand out to me here, BJ. One, it's that um, Omar is now in, in a place where he can be pushed like that and respond positively. Uh, on the flip side of that, the coaches have done an awesome job up to this point, of earning his trust to where they could push, put him through a practice where basically, I mean, what they're, I mean, straight up BJ, that, that's a practice where they try to mentally break you kind of, right? Like, or at yeah. least frustrate you as much as can be. And, and tells
0: you Mike Burns probably has pretty good success doing that. Pro- probably. But again,
1: like the, you bring up Mike Burns, Omar brought him up yesterday, loves Mike Burns. Cause he's, he's a character that cares about you. And so he can coach you tough at times, right, man. Uh, but you know, that he's, he's got your back and he has your best interests and heart. And so in, in this short amount of time, uh, six to eight months ago, when we were talking about, you know, why Omar chose Boise state and things like that, six to eight months, they built this relationship now where they can get the best out of each other. And you've seen back to back 20 point games from Omar. Yeah. Um, he, he is staying out of foul trouble. He is being productive. And I think it all goes back to, this coaching staff earning Omar's trust, Omar trusting this coaching staff, going to great lengths to a- address some areas of need. Yeah. And boom, it's, it's been a roaring success these last couple of games.
0: And I think that uh, it's also been, uh, you know, Cam Martin figuring out coming off the bench how to play as well. He's been more, he was more productive in that last game.
1: Yes. And, you know, something that um, I think it's worth probably noting and uh, kind of found this out in my game prep, Prior to calling the Utah Utah Valley game, BJ. Yeah. Um, as which, you by know, the way,
0: you're doing the game Tuesday, correct?
1: Yes. Yeah, stoked about it. Can't freaking wait, man. Uh, already started to put together my call sheet. I'm so excited. But um, you know, you 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 probably know this as good as as bad as you know as good as anybody because Cam Martin came from Kansas. This guy was an elite shooter. Like you look back at his Division two n- numbers. Probably the reason why Kansas wanted this guy. He's a big man that can shoot. Now,
0: 40-plus percent from three.
1: I mean, th- this is who he was. And, and unfortunately, we kind of have to say it was. Um, and, and, you know, he's kind of dealing with some stuff right now health-wise with his shoulder and things like that where he just can't simply be as effective. Um, he can still shoot it, don't get me wrong, but it, it's not going to come with the consistency and volume as you know, he he once was able to provide, and maybe even what Bo- Boise State kind of expected when he got on campus. And so now you look at what he is good at doing. Uh, sure, he can shoot it a little bit to keep you honest, uh, and he's going to need to do that to take advantage of his other attributes. The guy's an elite passer. I mean, like you, when he's on the court, the game just comes so effortlessly to him at times. And so now they're they're kind of playing to his his strengths. He's he's had incredible buy-in so far, and man. Maybe this is a stat I'll go back and look up, BJ, but his last game he had 10 points and six rebounds, and I, I think three assists, two or something like that. When Boise State's getting that from a bench player,
0: yeah. I
1: bet you that I bet you they're darn near unbeatable when they get that type of you know, uh, individual effort from a, a guy off the bench.
0: Yeah, and they've been playing them together at times, and even with uh, Tyson in there, they can go big, and they've done that some, and they did it in the Washington State game some, and so... Um, yeah, we'll see again. Uh, San Jose State, they're gonna probably be ticked off. They were up 17 at Wyoming, let that game get away, lost at the buzzer. And uh, if anybody remembers when uh Tim Miles came on BNN Live from uh, media days, I said something about, Yeah, this is the first game for Boise State in conference, but I think it's you, guys, it's, your, it's your guys' second game or something. He goes, Yeah, we'll be 0 1. And so he uh, he jokingly called it that they'd be 0-1. Uh, and You don't remember – I got to find that quote for the pregame show, but I said something about, yeah, I got my plane ticket booked for January 6th. Uh, I think that's the opener for Boise State, but I don't think it is for you guys. He goes, yeah, no, no, we'll be 0-1. And uh, he's a funny guy, but uh, he, he was correct. They lost the game to uh, Wyoming, and now it'll be uh, – a fun one tonight. Jay, appreciate your time as always, man. I, yeah. I I did forget. I told people that we'd be giving away our first, uh, every Friday, we're going to start giving away some, uh, free stuff here as part of our, uh, build up to the private jet trip coming up in a couple of weeks. And I forgot to have the, uh, little thingamajig ready to make all the selections. So we will do it on the pregame show tonight. So if you're watching this solely to see if you won, we're giving away a uh, smoker. Uh, and I think that's going to come with, uh, Jay Tust will, uh, give you instructions on, uh, smoking and barbecuing um with the grill, correct?
1: This is where I uh do have a barbecue plug uh or like sponsor. I don't have a barbecue sponsor okay. yet no well, R and would...
0: love love me some R R barbecue. Okay that
1: that's where I would just jokingly say go to them.
0: <laughs> Instead of taking my advice something you fire up the smoke or whatever all the people come over and you look like and you just open it up and it's just the the professionals barbecue sitting in there and there's that's what you did. But uh better, better the, and move, better and move right there. Yeah, so we're, we're giving away a Cutwater Spirits uh, smoker and some gift cards, and that'll be tonight on the pregame show. And I forgot to do that. Uh, I didn't have it ready, so I apologize. I will do that. And then every Friday, uh, Jay will give away some cool stuff leading up to the private jet giveaway. And, again, so that gives you a couple more hours to subscribe before uh, the pregame show. Time. The game is at 830 Mountain Time. Is that correct? 830 Mountain. I got my timing screwed up here in California. So 730, yeah. Mount, 730 Mountain Time. We'll be on with the uh, pregame show. Oh pregame show 7 30 mountain time game at 8 30 and uh, tj just wants to win a gift certificate to have a cold one with all the sports guys in boise so uh maybe we can make that happen sometime tj we'll we'll see uh but uh, someone asked real quick how you enter the giveaways you just have to be a paying subscriber paying subscriber to bnn help us pay jay's uh salary and uh prater's salary and then uh, that gets you into the contest and we'll uh, we'll give it to you there so jay appreciate you man. Uh, I can keep this rolling for a minute, but I'll let you roll. Uh, I know with the scheduling things and stuff, I screwed you over on the time, so I appreciate you making it work, and uh, hopefully see you uh, see you here real soon, buddy.
1: Sounds good. See you tomorrow night. Safe yes. travels. Don't
0: give away the location. Private uh, private N party tomorrow night, man. We could charge tickets and make some real money on that one with who's coming.
1: That's how my ma- my, That's my, my how mom might buy BNN. a ticket. You know, yes. my, 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 maybe my mom would. I don't know if anybody else would.
0: Yes. Appreciate you, Jay. We'll see you, <laughs> man. There he is, Jay Appreciate him, and yeah, we have a fun little uh, BNN uh, company dinner tomorrow night, so that's going to be a lot of fun. And looking forward to that, and uh, having Jay and Johnny and Prater and all their wives and everybody getting together, and all of our sponsors. It's going to be a a great night. So uh, appreciate that. And uh, TJ, uh, that's very nice of you to say. You don't have to pay the tab, but uh, maybe we can do do some sort of happy hour thing where we can meet up with folks and have a have a cold one at some point. But Jackson was asking, how do you enter? You just have to be a paying subscriber, paying subscriber to BNN, and you have to be a yearly subscriber. So our grand prize giveaway is the round trip airfare for two on a private jet, two tickets to the game, one night stay, hotel, and more. And this is for the final game of the regular season down in San Diego. And um, we're going to be giving away prizes every Friday leading up to the uh, – well, early February. We'll be making the big, big announcement in early February on the winner – and uh, every Friday up until then, we'll be having some other giveaways and things. I have a big, uh, what do they call it, aner or whatever they call those big chairs. Uh, I know I butchered that. I apologize. Light me up, AP or whoever the dude was on on the YouTube chat. Um, and then we've got a smoker. We have a grill. We have some other cool stuff, and we have some gift cards to the James Taco Bell and uh, some other cool items. So every Friday, we'll give some stuff away. You just have to be a yearly subscriber. So fifty bucks. BNN 50 Deal is the promo code. You see it on the crawler at the bottom of the screen. If you're a yearly subscriber, you are eligible to win all of our great prizes, and uh, you just have to have a yearly subscription. If you're on the monthly monthly side, switch over to the yearly side. 50 bucks, full year of coverage. Mike Prater's working on a column, I know, and we'll have lots of exclusive content, and uh, that includes your entrance automatically. You're automatically in. If you're a yearly subscriber, we'll take the subscription list, throw it into the little simulator and it'll give us some names and we'll have our winners. So thank you guys for uh, doing that. Go subscribe. If you can, we'd love to have you. And uh, again, we'll have full coverage on the pregame show. No, the uh, PJ will not come pick you up. The private jet goes from San Diego, from Boise to San Diego, back to Boise. So if you live outside the area, you do have to, uh, you do have to uh, get back to Boise uh, somehow. So, um, appreciate you guys. And, uh, that'll wrap it up. Seven 30 mountain time, the pregame show. Abe Jackson will join me live courtside. We'll show you the warmups. We'll show you the sellout crowd filing in there for the game. And as Dylan says, trust me, 50 bucks is worth it. Appreciate you for saying that Dylan. Hope everybody jumps in, subscribes. We're trying to get to a thousand by the end of basketball season. We need like 75 more. So if you can help us out, excuse me, that'd be great. And, um, we'll talk to you at 7:30 tonight. And again, on the pregame show, we'll have our first set of giveaways uh, tonight as well. So thanks, guys. Have a great rest of your day. If there's any more recruiting news or things that pop up, we'll uh, we'll have you covered at bronconationnews.com. We'll talk to you 7.30 Mountain Time, courtside at uh, – did I say tomorrow again? It is tonight. The game is tonight. I'm already in San Jose, but I'm getting thrown off by it being a Friday game. Tonight, 7.30 Mountain Time with the pregame show. Tonight, 8.30 with the game broadcast on FS1. Tonight. About uh, ten thirty after the game, we'll be live on the post game show with Coach Rice and some players. Uh, I remember talking to Coach Rice and Abo last year after they lost the game at San Jose. Hopefully, it's a much better, uh, much better conversation tonight uh, for Boise State. So appreciate you guys. Go subscribe if you can. Follow Bronco Nation News on all of our various social media channels, and we will talk to you tonight seven thirty for the pregame shows. We get you set for Boise State and San Jose State. Appreciate you guys for the kind words. And uh, thank you. We'll talk to you at 730 tonight. Bronco Nation News Live, bronconationnews.com.